All right. Good evening. Today we're going to be uh, learning Masechah's Baba Kama Hey, we are starting 10 lines from the bottom on Daladam and Bays. We're in the midst of an analysis of various brises that seem to contrast with our Mishnah. Let's take a look at this one. Tani Rebchia Esrim Va'arba Abos Nazikin. We began as simple Jews with four Abos Nazikin in the beginning. Then we had Rebchia who said 13. Now we, not Rebchia, Reboshaya said uh, 13. And now Rebchia says 24. And let's go through the 24. Don't worry, we don't have to learn them all individually. As you'll soon see, there's groups of them. On the test, yes. When I taught in Hill Torah, I, that was the daily question. We're going to learn. Was that on the test? I see you haven't lost your mindset in about 45 years. Yeah. Says the Raisa in the name of Reb Chia, here are the 24. Tashlume Kefel, the Tashlume Arba Vechamisha. As we, we all know, when there's theft or when there's theft along with slaughter, we have to pay multiples. That is one of the Avos Nazikin. <clears throat> they are one of the Abos Nazikin. The Ghana of the Gazlan, different types of thieves. The Adim Zomamin, um, Adim who end up having to pay because they gave Adus that they had to pay, and then they were Huzam. And says the Gemara, These are cases where a man mistreats a woman either by violating her or by seducing her or by uh, being Moti Shemra. The classical case of Moti Shemra is Pesach Basuch Mansasi, that after they get married, he says there was no Besulim, so she must have been Mizana, she must have slept with someone before. Vahamitame, someone who makes someone tame, vahamitamea, someone who mixes uh, holy foods and unholy foods. Vahamanasech, if I turn your wine into, into yainesech. And vahani tzlesar of rabchia, therefore, ha esrim ve'arba. All right. Super easy peasy, right? So says the Gemara, hold on one second. Rabboshaya, my time alo tani hani. Why did Rabboshaya stop at 13? Got eleven extras that <laughs> that we just learned. Got all the the the, the kefel and the arba v'chamisha and the ganav and the gazan. So why is it that Rav Oshaya stopped at thirteen? Says the Gemara, b'mamona kamairi b'knasa lo kamairi. Gorgeous distinction. There's a difference between paying money because I owe you money versus halacha forcing you to pay because of a knas. It's different. One is how much do I owe you? I damaged your car. The other is the Torah has a flat rate for you because you're messed up. You broke a halacha. So there's an onus mafate, shloshim shekel, whatever, whatever the chamishim shekel, whatever it is. So there's a difference between mominus and knas, even though they're both monetary. That's the distinction why Rabbi Shaya doesn't include all of them. I ganavik gazlan de mamonahu listening. Okay. But a ganav and a gazlan, when they steal, they don't have a knas. They have to pay back what they stole. That's not knas. So why would Rav Oshaya leave that out? Says the Gemara. That's included already in the categories of Shomrachina Veshoa. And says the Gemara of Rav Nami. Rav as well. Rav is our author of the 24 of Osnazikin. Hatanale Shomrachina Vehashoel. He also taught that if if Rav Oshaya says that Ganav and Gazlan are subsumed under Shomer Chinam and Shomer Sachar, then why would Rav Chia list all of them? Why would you say both Shomer Chinam and Shomer Sachar and then Ganav and Gazlan? So says the Gemara, Tani Mamona de Asa Liade Behetera, the Katani Mamona de Asa Liade Beisura. A beautiful distinction here as well. There's a difference. If I give you my item to watch as a Shomer Chinam or as a Shomer Sachar, how did you get that item? Completely Behetera. I gave it to you because I trusted you. You're a jerk and you stole from me. But when you got it, you were, in my estimation, a good guy. That's different than a Ghanav and a Ghazlan. When you steal that which I gave to you because I trusted you, you're a different level thief. 
when you're just a petty thief and you steal something from me, they're different. So therefore, Rav Chia and Rav Oshaya just, uh, argue in regards to whether or not it should be included in the Brisa. Top of hey, Amad Aleph, and don't you all worry. I know some of these shirim are long, but if you take a little glance at the Amud Beis, these are happy moments for people who learn Dafyomi. Says the Gemara, Edim Zomamin Dimamonahu, listening. Aye, but you wanted to say, Rav Oshaya, you wanted to say that you're not talking about Kanas, you're only talking about Mominus, but Edim Zomamin is also Mominus. So why is it that Rav Chia included it and you, Rav Oshaya, did not? I understand you want to tell me you don't include Kanas. I, I understand, but Edim Zomamin is not a Kanas. So we should have had 14 and not 13. Says the Gemara, Savar Lucky Rabbi Akiva. It must be the Rebbe Oshaya holds like the sheet of Rebbe Akiva. And for this, we're going to be using Rashi. To Amar, what does Rebbe Akiva say? Ein mishalman al piatzman. These words on their own, I know what each word means, but I know what none of them mean. Ein mishalman al piatzman. They don't pay according to their own word. And we're going to take a look at Rashi starting at the end of the fourth line. Dibra Maskal, Sabra Laki Rebbe Akiva. To Amar b'maseches makos b'perakama. Edim zomamin. Ein mishalman al piatzman, and what do those words mean when it says that Adam Zomamin don't pay al piatzman? Kigon im huzmu bevezdin zeh. Let's say that they were in bezdin number one. They started in the CRC and they became huzam. Filohispik baldin lahaamidan bedin ulatovan. But the guy who's owed money because of the hazama, they weren't able to collect the money in time. Then he went to bezdin number two. He went to the aguda. What did he say over there? And then he admits his guilt in a second Bezdin Peturin. Alma, that it's not Mominus. It seems from here that it is Knasahu, Modebe Knas Pater. So sophisticated. We really need to learn a whole Suga and Makos. But what the Gemara is saying is that according to Rabbi Akiva's understanding of Adam Zomamin, it's not Mominus. It is in fact Knas. And therefore, perhaps Rabbi Oshaya, who says that there are Yud Gimel of Osnazikin, holds like Rabbi Akiva, which is why even though his list only includes Nazikin and not Knas, it only includes Mominus and not Knas, but still he holds like Rabbi Akiva that Edim Zomamin is a Knas. Says the Gemara on Hei on the second line, if that's true, Isavar Laki Rabbi Akiva, if Rabbi Oshaya holds like Rabbi Akiva, that creates for another problem. Listen, Tre Gavne Shor. We also should have said, like Rabbi Akiva, that there are two different types of Shvarim. There's a difference, says the Gemara, and we'll soon see that Rabbi Akiva validates this shita. There's a difference between a shore that only injures other shores, he stays in his lane, versus a shore that damages people. I can't imagine an animal making such distinctions. I don't think that they know how to do such things. But nevertheless, it's not. What does Rabbi Akiva say? Rabbi Akiva Omer. Aftam. What does he pay? Nezek shalem. Not chati nezek like a shore. When a shore damages a shore, the Bible pay chati nezek. But what does Rabbi Akiva say? When a shore damages a person, he pays nezek shalem. The haraya, that if you're a party line guy with Rabbi Akiva, and you want to use Rabbi Akiva to explain why Adam Zomamin is not part of Rabbi Oshaya's 13, that's fine, but then hold like Rabbi Akiva across the board. We don't go shopping for poskim. If you're a Rabbi Akiva Jew, then you're a Rabbi Akiva Jew. But then you also should present two cases of shore. Of shore. One where the shore damaged another shore, where the punishment is chati nezek. And one where the shore damages a person, and that is nezek shalim. So the Gemara, therefore, says it's a little bit of a problem for Rabbi Oshaya. If you're going to say that we hold like Rabbi Akiva, then your number should still not be 13. It should still be 14.
The Gemara says, Hatavre Rebbe Akiva Ligzize. This is a real colloquialism of old. He already broke his fist. So what does this mean that he broke his fist? Uh, in context, it means that he qualified what he already said. He's qualifying his comment, the distinction between a shore that only hurts other shvarim, chati nezek, and a shore that hurts an adam, which is nezek shalim. How does he do this? Detanya, seven or eight lines down on Hamad al the Gemara says, Rabbi Akiva Omer, Yachol, I might have thought, or you might have thought, aftam min that when a um, when an, an animal that's a tam damages a person, that it has to pay min and we're going to discuss this a little bit more now. You asked me this question a couple of days ago. We'll get a little bit more color, not full color, but a little bit more color today. That maybe we should pay min ha'aliyah what is the difference between being shalimin ho'aliyah and being mishalim migufo? When he's pay, uh, paying migufo, so he takes an animal and he's paying migufo, and whatever the cost of that animal is, he gives over. Let's say the damage was $150 and the animal that I'm giving you is only 100 but because I gave it to you, that's migufo. Min ha'aliyah is I owe you more than what I gave you, really like a human being. But that's not the case here. Here, it's only kind of like a human being. So when a shore attacks a human being, yes, it's nezek shalim. Maskim, it's nezek shalim. But it's not min ha'aliyah. It's a lower standard of nezek. And you only have to pay migufo. So if you give over that animal in a form of payment, and that animal is only $100, but the damage was $150, I don't have to pay the next $50. And therefore, really, it's not so much the same as a human being. It is Nezek Shalim, but the rules are very different when it comes to a shore that damages a person, even according to Rebbe Akiva. So that solves the problem of the Rebbe Akiva party line. Rebbe Oshaya is still safe. His 13 is good. Rebbe Chia has 24. Our Mishnah has four. Everything so far is good. The Gemara is now going to ask uh, a host of questions, a continued a uh, line of questions against our Mishnah, against these brises that conflict with one another. Says the Gemara, that we had learned in the brise of Reb Chia, who says that there are 24 Avos Nazikin, we had learned Ha'ones v'hamefate v'hamotzi shemra, and says the Gemara, those are demamonahu and listening. Oh, those cases are mamon. That's a very interesting thing because aren't they fixed fees? I don't know why the Gemara calls them mamona. It's got to be a Shaila in the Rishonim because it doesn't make sense. Rashi said, uh, Tosfa says here on this side, Oh, so what do we see? That really not all three of these are part of the question because Motsi Shemra is a fixed fee. It's a fixed fee of 100 kesef, but the first two are damages. Ones and Mufate depends on the damage. So the Gemara just throws in the last one just for good measure. But really the question is that Ones and Mufate are mominous. And if they're mominous, and Rav Oshaya in his 13 says that I'm only talking about mominous, then why did he leave out Ones and Mufate? Says the Gemara, Manufshach. The Gemara says, no matter how you slice it, they're not going to be included in Rabbi Shaya's 13. Why not? Because e nezek, quarter of the way down. If it's nezek, regular nezek, so then tanale, that we already spoke about, that's included in his 13. And itza'ar, if we're talking about the pain that was caused by what happened, by the ones and the mafate, also tanale. And iboshes, tanale, if it's the embarrassment that she experienced, then also tanale. And ipigam, if, it, if she now is worth less on the market, because she's uh, she's now no longer a basula, she's a beula. So then ipigam, hainu nezek. So says the Gemara, ma'islach lemeymar. 
knasa. Oh, if the only option that's left is knas, so then knasa lo So we're good, good to go. You wanted to say we should include ones and nefati. Says monafshach. No matter what you think it is, if it's nezek, then it's paid for. If it's pegam, it's paid for. everything's paid for. If the only other option is left is knas, that's why I didn't include it in my list. So it's either mominous, but we already covered it, or it's knas, and I don't include knas. So that's how we get out of this shayla. The Gemara then speaks about the next question, third of the way down. Those cases are also demamona who listening. Then Rebbe Shaya should have included that in their thirteen. Add these three too. If I if I make your food tame. I, I should be held accountable for that from a mom, from a mominous perspective. I take your good food and I mix it with uh, truma or whatever. I, I mess up your food. You can't eat it anymore. That's also mominous. So why did Rebbe Oshaya not include this in his list of 13? We should be up to 16. Same type of response as the case of Ones and Mafate. Says the Gemara Manavshach. Put on your thinking caps for a second. If you want to say that even though the damage is invisible, I can't see the damage of Midamea. You can't see Tuma. So if we say that, that Hezek Shmei Nikar is Shmei Hezek, well, then Hatanale Nezek, then Raboshaya already included that. Invisible Nezek. If you're saying that invisible Nezek is still Nezek, we already spoke about Nezek. No reason to include these cases. And if you want to say that the, the damage that was done is invisible, if I'm a Tame, your food, you can't tell by looking at it. And therefore, um, the Gemara says, therefore, uh, maybe we should pay for it. No, then Havale Knasa. That, then, then we're now in the category of Knasa. With Knasa Lo Kamairi. Maybe we can infer from here, this really is a tangential question about whether or not we say Hezek, uh, but the Gemara tries to ask a third of the way down, perhaps we should say that that Rebchia, who holds that there are 24 of us, maybe he holds Hezek, maybe he should say that Hezek, which is impossible to see, is actually not Hezek, because the Ishmei Hezek, Hatanale Hezek, has already been included, yet he articulated both Nezek and the case of Hezek, Sheinu Nikar, says the Gemara, no, Tana Hezek de Minkara, the Tana Hezek de Lo Minkara. He says, no, there's still yet another distinction of Hezek, which is Nikar, and Hezek, which is not Nikar. Um, and he says that that's different than uh, this is already Rishonim, but he says this is different than Hezek She'eno Nikar. It's not Hezek She'eno Nikar, Lav Shmei Hezek. It's Hezek the Minkara, recognizable damages versus not. We need Rishonim to distinguish between the two. They're very similar. Says the Gemara, Bishlama Latana Didan. I understand the author of our Mishnah who says that there are Arba Avos Nazik and Hain, Tana Minyana. The reason why we said four was Lemeute Dreboshia, was to exclude 13. And I also understand I also understand why, why Raboshaya said 13 to preclude the Sheet of Rebchia, who says that there's 24 of us Nazikin. But why did Rebchia have to say 24? After all, who was he excluding? Can I just say, I don't understand this question. He said 24 to exclude 13 and 4. What? But the Gemara doesn't, I'm wrong. The Gemara says that if um, if our Mishnah says four to preclude thirteen, Reboshaya, and Reboshaya says thirteen to preclude Rebchia, which is twenty-four, I would have thought Balabatish. I would have thought that Rebchia says twenty-four to preclude the other. It's not true. It's not true. The only time you have to say a number is to preclude a greater number. That's obviously what's going on in the Gemara, and therefore the Gemara says because there were a couple more things that Rebchia was leaving out. What was Rebchia? 
leaving out, he had 24. What would have been the others that he would have considered but didn't make the cut? Says the Gemara, this excludes a case of Moser where I give you over to the government and therefore you have to pay money. Or umefagel, where I ruin your korban by having machshavos that are not correct by mefagel. I velisni, why did Rebchia leave them out? Include them, make it 26. What's the big deal? It's not like you're being cheap on the numbers. <laughs> you're, you got 24, you're almost by Hilcha Shabbos already. Like Lamates is pretty large, you know? And if 24 is true, could you imagine a set of Svarim on the shelf like Rabbi Ribiat Svarim, you know, the 39 Malachos of Shabbos, the 24 Avos Malacha of, of Nazikin, the 24 Avos Nazikin. It's real. It's We're just Amaratim, but we don't learn Chosh and Mishma. But that's real. That's the real deal. That's how we have a Kolal in Chicago who dedicates everything and their whole mornings are dedicated to figuring this stuff out. So why did Rebchia, who already was up to 24 Avos Nazikin, why did he leave out? Moser and Mephagel. Bishlama Mephagel, Bekadshim lo kamar. You want to tell me that Rebchia wasn't talking about Kadshim, we left out Mephagel? No problem. Ela Moser, my time, Alotani. But Moser is purely financial. I turned you in. I, oh, oh, this guy's jaywalking, officer. He's jaywalking. Oh, 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 Mr. Halpert, you're jaywalking. Giving you a ticket right here. That's Moser. And that's that's Mominus. That's not Kadshim. That's not any, that's not a Knas. So says the Gemara, Ela Moser, my time, Elotani, shiny Moser didibura. How was I Moser on you? I literally told on you. My children do this to each other. I literally told on you. Officer, officer. And then, and then now you're high of a ticket. So says the Gemara, Ubedibura lo kamari. Reb wasn't talking about Dibur. Says the Gemara, really? Um, mosi shame ra. <laughs> One of the things that you listed is literally only verbal. Moti Shemra is verbal. Don't tell me that Ubedibura lo kamairi. 100% you're dealing with Dibur. Moti Shemra is Dibur. So says the Gemara, Moti Shemra did Dibur, who become the Katani. So says the Gemara, you're right that Moti Shemra is Dibur, but it's Dibur out of concern for Amisa. What is Moti Shemra? Couple gets married. The Ksuba says, Basul Tada, she's never slept with anyone before. They get married. He doesn't sense any Basulim. And he goes to Bezdin the next day and he says, That's where we get married on Wednesdays. Thursday goes to Bezdin. He says, Pesach Basuach Matsasi. So it's Moti Shemra if he's wrong, but it's Moti Shemra that's about a Misa. That's the Gemara's response for Dibura, the East Dibura, the East Bay Maisahu. When we talk about Moti Shemra, it's not Stam Moti Shemra. It's not Stam that you, uh, he did an Avera. No, I'm saying that through the Maisabia, I can tell that she's Pesach Basuach Matsasi. And therefore, it's not a regular case of Dibor, a, quali- a qualification. Elsewhere, there are steers and sugas. Is Lashon Hara a Maisa or is Lashon Hara a Dibor? Because you're moving your lips. What? It might not be. Lashen, I'm saying Moti Shemer is about an act. Let's say I speak Lashon Hara about you, right? If I speak Lashon Hara, is that a Misa? And therefore, would there be Malkos? Because we know that Malkos only exists where there's a Lav, Shiyesh, Bo, Misa. The moving of the lips. Ventriloquism versus Lashon Hara, Mamish, with your lips. Is there a Nafkamino? Is there a Misa versus... It's Machlokas and Sugyas. If we say that Lashon Hara is actually a Misa. But the Gemara over here treats, treats Moti Shemer purely as a Dibor. Ay, Edim Zomimin. We have another case of Dibor. We solved for Moti Shemer. I was connected to a Misa. But Edim Zomimin, Dibura, Delespe, Maisahu, Viktani. But you can't tell me you're not talking about Dibor because Edim Zomimin was included in your list. Edim Zomimin 
is actually specifically Dibor that's connected to nothing. Your Pashat made something up out of thin air. You lied. Imanu Hayisem. You're nothing. So how can you say that you're not talking about Dibor? So the Gemara says, Hasam Afalgav de Lesbe Maisa. You're right. A hundred percent true. There's no Maisa related to Adam Zomamin. You're Pashat a liar. Both of the Adam are liars. But Rachmanakarya Maisa. But the, the, the Torah refers to Adam Zomamin as a Maisa. Look at the Pasuk. Dixib. So the Gemara says, even though really in practical terms, you didn't do anything other than Dibor, and you're, and maybe really you should include it because you said, this is Dibor. No, but the Torah equates the act of Edom Zomamin with a Misa. Fascinating idea that the Gemara, that why would the Torah do that? I, Balabatish, when I look at the Pasuk, all I'm trying to say is that the Adam Zomamin said, I did something. That's how I understood the Pasuk. The Gemara says, no. The word association is that Adam Zomamin is treated as a Misa. That's the Drusha. Right. I'm not sure what word you could have used, but the Torah obviously had other words. Could have been. It could have used instead. Could have been. I learned, like like Stan just said, that in my head, I'm like, yeah, that's not what it means. <laughs> but obviously, that's what it means. The word I don't know what word. I don't know either. But the, 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 Gemara says, the Gemara says with clarity, it doesn't even beat around the bush. There's no like Shaklavataria about it. It's not complicated. We see a word association in the Torah. And that is that a an Adam Zomamin are treated like a Misa. By the way, Lemay Nafkamina, Malkos. And we know that Adam Zoman kept Malkos. <laughs> so uh, it's true. It's just a Chiddush. I just, it's not the Balabatish way to, that's why like whenever the missionaries in Walmart are like, oh, well, the Bible, I'm like, you, I don't know how to read the Chumash and I'm a rabbi and I teach that. I'm like, I'm as clueless as the next guy. You with your little Bible in Walmart, I'm sorry, your King James version does not pass muster. Nothing to talk about. All right. I understand according to our Mishnah, okay, good. This was our first analysis. What are the Toldos? I remember Rav Papa. Rav Papa said, ah, some parts of Nezikin are like Shabbos, that Avos and Toldos are similar. Some parts of Nezikin are not, uh, where the Avos are different than the Toldos. So, that was what our Mishnah was all about. But hold on one second. According to Reb Chia, who had the Avos Nazikin of 24, and Reb Oshaya, who said that there were 13 Avos Nazikin, Avos Michlal de Ikatoldos, they too use the word Avos, um, Now, when I saw this question in the Gemara, my brain freaked out and said, Oh no, we have. 24 Avos Nazikin according to Rebchia, and 13 according to Roshaya, this is going to be a li- really long blot because I thought the Gemara was going to go through all of the Toldos of all of Rebchia's 24 and all of Roshaya's 13. And I love Torah, but Bar Hashem in the Daf Yomi realm for the following response. No, no, no. No, that's not correct. Uh, what would it be? Says the Gemara, Amar Rabbi Abahu, Kulan ke'avos l'shalim imetav. That length of five words, whoo, phew. We're not going to be spending days analyzing uh, dozens of different toldos of these things, says the Gemara. 
In this case, all we're trying to say is that all of them have the same din, l'shalimimetav, is that when you pay from karka, as we saw in our Mishnah, if you'll recall from the close of our Mishnah, on daf Aleph, we said, tashlume nezek b'meitav ha'aretz, the word avos in, in these two Brisas of Rebchi and Revoshaya just comes to tell us that when we are paying with karka, we have to pay mimetav. My taima, why is it that this is true? Says the Gemara, Asya, because we have a shava, tachas, nesina, yeshalem, kesev. These four words teach us those rules. Uh, Rashi goes through some of the details. It's a very, very, very lengthy Rashi. We're not going to learn it in full, but we are going to learn the first couple lines just so you can see what Rashi's doing, what the Gemara is doing. These four words, each of them are used to teach us something. So Rashi says, tachas nesina, uh, which is the first of the middle width lines, it either says in all of these things, the word tachas, the gaminan tachas, tachas mishor muad, that we have a gzera shava, be shor tachas shor, mahasem imetav, the gummer, mishen beregel, dechsiv be metav sedeu, avkan metav, sheim balashalim karka lenizak, bishvil hezeko magbio mina idis. Okay, so I'm just giving you one drasha, but all of the avos are learned in a similar way. If you have about an hour, you can sit and learn this Rashi and figure it out every word. But the idea that Rashi is highlighting from this Gemara is that there are a lot of gzera shavas that teach us that all of the avos have the same exact din. That when you are paying karka for damage of an av nazikin, you always pay me metav sadehu. That brings us to the two dots, five lines from the bottom of the page. Lo ha This is the second line of our Mishnah, our third line of our Mishnah. We had said shor bor mave hever, and then the Gemara said shor is not like mave. So the Gemara says, what my kamar? What was our Mishnah doing when it said that shor is not like mave? The Gemara says, Maybe the Torah should have only bothered to write one of these four, maybe only Shor and not Bor, Mave, and Hever. Says the Gemara, we couldn't do that. We couldn't extrapolate either of these from one another. They all had to be learned out individually. And at the final two dots on the page, two lines from the bottom, that was the next case where we spoke about Shor and Mave, which were which have human elements to them, they they live, as opposed to a pit and a fire, which don't. So says the Gemara, my Ka'amar. What, what was uh, the Mishnah trying to do? Last line on Kamar. Here's what our Mishnah was trying to do, turning to the top of Hayamid Beis. We'll stop at the top line of Tarte. Maybe, says the Gemara, I could have only taught two things. Rashi says, Sure, Umave. One, one thing that's animate and one thing that's inanimate, and maybe that's all I would need, the tesi idach minai, when I can infer the other two, which is bor and hever, says the Gemara, we cannot learn them out from one another. Then the Gemara says in Mechudash idea, the Gemara says on Hayam and on the second line, check this out, Rava, the Kulhu, with any one of the items in our Mishnah, Shor, Mave, and Hever, if we couple it with bor, kishadis bor benaihu. If we had only shor and bor, if we had bor and hever or bor and mave, then as yakulhu b'mahatzad lebarmi keren. Then I could have learned out every single av from those two things. Let's just use shor for example. If I had shor and bor together, Rava argues I could have inferred 
all of the other Avos Nazikin, just from those two, because of Tzad HaShavah Rashi, take a look at the length of this Rashi that we are not going to read. Rashi starts 12 lines down or so. I'll give your eyes a moment to glance the page, and I'll see you tomorrow. You let me know when you're done. What's going on here? Rashi goes through all of the permutations of how the bonding between Shor and Bor, or Hever and Bor, or Mave and Bor, I could have inferred out all of the other ones. The Gemara accepts this at face value. The only one we couldn't learn out from all of this is Karen, because Karen has a huge Chiddush that doesn't fit in the Tzad HaShavah which is, Mishum all of the other areas, all of the other Avos Nazikin can start in a Muad state, but not Karen. A horn of an animal doesn't start as a muad. All other things can. You can have an animal that's a serial biter. It always bites fruit when it sees it. Always. Uh, an animal walks, always tramples. It's just, That's how what they do. They walk. They're muad from the beginning. But a Karen, we don't typically see animals you know, charging at people. That's not normal. This, this uproots so many lines of Gemara. Rava just said, I don't need all four to be written. It uproots the last four lines that we just learned. Uh, that's not true. Yes, we can learn Chadimitesi. We can. Rava says we can. So we have a big machlokas in the Amoraim as to how we understand our Mishnah. Do we say that our Mishnah really requires each shore, bore, mavehever, akeren, shein, regel? Do we need all of them articulated or can we infer them from any bond between bore and anything else in our Mishnah? Machlokas between Rav and other Amoraim. Ayulamanda Amar Adaraba. What about those who say that Karen Adifa Shekavanaso Lahazik, Afilu Karen Nami Asya? What about those who say that even Karen could have been learned out? So says the Gemara, if that's true, if Karen was the exception to the rule, why did the Torah go out of its way to write all four? In other words, if Rava's right that I can make all these inferences and I can even include Karen, every, every Av can be learned out from Bor plus one other thing in our Mishnah from the rules of Tzad HaShavah then why did the Torah write all four words? It's a great question. So according to Rava, it must be halfway down on Hamid Beis, the Hilchosehen. Each one was taught not to be in the level of Avnazikin, because Rava already told us we can do Bor plus Shor to teach us everything. But each one had a unique Chiddush de Kalachar to teach us. Karen, Lechalak ben Tam When it comes to Karen, there's a difference between an animal that is Tam as it relates to its horns versus an animal which is Muad as it relates to its horns. Shein Viregel, Shein Viregel have a huge Chiddush, and that's why it was listed in the Brisa, Lepotran Birshus Harabim, that if an animal eats from a public orchard or if it tramples um, a, you know, a vegetable patch in public, it's Pater Birshus Harabim. Boar, what about a boar? A pit in a in a particular place. Lift or boasa kalim. That's if if a kli falls in, then you're not held accountable. That's a chiddush. We wouldn't have known that. Aye, what about the pit and kalim in regards to Rabbi Yehuda? Well, Rabbi Yehuda the Mechayev on these kalim bebor lift or boasa adam. He says there's another chiddush that if a man falls into your pity's putter, because the man should open his eyes. Ashtekel responsibility. Get off your phone. <laughs> We've seen these videos where people are walking in public places and there's like that thing open to bring food to the restaurants in New York and they push it, just walk right in. They're not paying. Open up, open your eyes, pay attention. That's your fault, says Rabbi Huda. Don't fall into a pit. Open your eyes. Not, don't, don't blame anybody else because you're spacing out. 
And why is it that we needed our mission on Daf Beis to have Mavet, to have Adam, three lines from the bottom, Adam, Lechayvo Ba'arba Dvarim, to include Nezek, Tzar, Ripui, Boshes, and Sheves, all of those. And what about Eish? Why was Eish, Hever, included in our Mishnah, Liftor Boes HaTamun? To tell you that if I burn your, um, your bale of hay, and I didn't know that you were storing important documents inside that bale of hay, the Allah is on Pater, according to at least uh, the one, one Shita. Who says that even if you are hiding your very expensive, uh, you know, uh, Pete Rose rookie card, you're hiding it in the bale of hay, and I light your bale of hay on fire, Rabbi Yehuda says, too bad. You shouldn't have lit the thing, lit the thing on fire. You have to pay for the Pete Rose rookie card. <laughs> what then does the word Eish come to teach us? And what this will conclude. <laughs> if there's going to be a singeing of the fire to elements of the field, the discolors and burns a little bit some of the stones, that you will be putter from. We'll stop right here. Mirza Hashem, tomorrow night we're still together. Thursday we are not learning together. Um, I'll drop Shiurim on and we might learn Thursday morning. I'll let you know. But I'll drop Shurim on Thursday and Friday. Um, and Amir Sashem one for Shabbos as well. And Sunday we're back in person. Wishing you all a beautiful night.